Removing the Linux Dev Random Blocking Pool by Jake Edge. January 7, 2020. The random number generation facilities in the kernel have been reworked some over the past few months, but problems in that subsystem have been addressed over an even longer time frame. The most recent changes were made to stop the getrandom system call from blocking for long periods of time at system boot, but the underlying cause was the behavior of the blocking random pool. A recent patch set would remove that pool and it would seem to be headed for the mainline kernel. Andy Lutomirsky posted version 3 of the patch set toward the end of December. It makes two major semantic changes to Linux's random APIs. It adds a new grnd underscore insecure flag to the getrandom system call, though Lutomirsky refers to it as getentropy, which is implemented in glibc using getrandom with fixed flags. That flag would cause the call to always return the amount of data requested, but with no guarantee that the data is random. The kernel would just make its best effort to give the best random data it has at that point in time. Calling it INSECURE is probably the best we can do to discourage using this API for things that need security. Quote. The patches also remove the blocking pool. The kernel currently maintains two pools of random data, one that corresponds to dev random and another for dev random, as described in this 2015 article. The blocking pool is the one for dev random reads to that device will block thus the name until enough entropy has been gathered from the system to satisfy the request. Further reads from that file will also block if there is insufficient entropy in the pool. Removing the blocking pool means that reads from dev random behave like getrandom with a flag's value of zero and turns the grnd underscore random flag into a noop. Once the cryptographic random number generator CRNG has been initialized, reads from dev random and calls to getrandom, zero will not block and will return the requested amount of random data. Lutomirsky said, quote, I believe that Linux's blocking pool has outlived its usefulness. Linux's CRNG generates output that is good enough to use even for key generation. The blocking pool is not stronger in any material way, and keeping it around requires a lot of infrastructure of dubious value. Quote ends. The changes were made with an eye toward ensuring that existing programs are not really affected. In fact, the problems with long waits for things like generating new PG keys will get better. Quote. This series should not break any existing programs. Dev, your random is unchanged. Dev, random will still block just after booting, but it will block less than it used to. Get entropy with existing flags will return output that is, for practical purposes, just as strong as before. Quote ends. Lutomirsky noted that there is still the open question of whether the kernel should provide so-called true random numbers, which is, to a certain extent, what the blocking pool was meant to do. He can only see one reason to do so, compliance with government standards. He suggested that if the kernel were to provide that, it should be done through an entirely different interface, or be punted to user space by providing a way for it to extract raw event samples that could be used to create such a blocking pool. Stefan Muller suggested that his Linux random number generator LRNG patch set now up to version 26 might be a way to provide true random numbers for applications that need them. The LRNG is fully compliant to SP8009OB requirements, which makes it a solution to the governmental standards problem. Matthew Garrett objected to the term true random data, noting that the devices being sampled could, in principle, be modeled accurately enough to make them predictable. We're not sampling quantum events here. 
Muller said that the term comes from the German AIS 31 standard to describe a random number generator that only produces output at an equal rate as the underlying noise source produces entropy. Beyond the terminology, though, having a blocking pool as is proposed by the LRNG patches will just lead to various problems, at least if it is available without privilege, Lutomirsky said. Quote, this doesn't solve the problem. If two different users run stupid programs like GNUPG, they will starve each other. As I see it, there are two major problems with dev, random right now, it's prone to dose, i.e., starvation, malicious or otherwise, and, because no privilege is required, it's prone to misuse. GNUPG is misuse, full stop. If we add a new unprivileged interface, GNUPG and similar programs will use it, and we lose all over again. Quote ends. Muller noted that the addition of Getrandom will now allow new PG to use that interface since it will provide the needed guarantee that the pool has been initialized. From discussions with new PG maintainer Werner Koch, Muller believes that guarantee is the only reason new PG currently reads directly from dev random. But if there is an unprivileged interface that is subject to denial of service like dev random today, it will be misused by some applications, Lutomirsky asserted. Theodore Y. So, who is the maintainer of the Linux random number subsystem, appears to have changed his mind along the way about the need for a blocking pool. He said that removing that pool would effectively get rid of the idea that Linux has a true random number generator TRNG, which is not insane, this is what the asterisk BSDS have always done. He, too, is concerned that providing a TRNG mechanism will just serve as an attractant for application developers. He also thinks that it is not really possible to guarantee a TRNG in the kernel, given all of the different types of hardware supported by Linux, even making the facility only available to root will not solve the problem. Quote, application programmers would give instructions requiring that their application be installed as root to be more secure, because that way you can get access the underscore really underscore good random numbers. Quote ends. Muller asked if So was giving up on the blocking pool implementation that he had added long ago. So agreed that he was, he is planning to take the patches from Lutomirsky and is pretty strongly opposed to adding a blocking interface back into the kernel. Quote, the kernel can't offer up any guarantees about whether or not the noise source has been appropriately characterized. All say, a GPG or OpenSSL developer can do is get the vague sense that TRUERANDOM is better, and of course, they want the best security, so of course they are going to try to use it. At which point it will block, and when some other clever user, maybe a distro release engineer, puts it into an init script, then systems will stop working and users will complain to Linus. Quote ends. For cryptographers and others who really need ATRNG, so is also in favor of providing them a way to collect their own entropy in user space to use as they see fit. Entropy collection is not something that the kernel can reliably do on all of the different hardware that it supports, nor can it estimate the amount of entropy provided by the different sources, he said. Quote. The kernel shouldn't be mixing various noise sources together, and it certainly shouldn't be trying to claim that it knows how many bits of entropy that it gets when it is trying to play some jitter entropy game on a stupid simple CPU architecture for IoT, embedded user cases where everything is synchronized off of a single master oscillator, and there is no CPU instruction reordering or register renaming, etc., etc. You can talk about providing tools that try to make these estimations, but these sorts of things would have to be done on each user's hardware, and for most distro users, it's just not practical. 
So if it's just for cryptographers, then let it all be done in user space, and let's not make it easy for GPG, OpenSSL, etc., to all say, we want true random TM, we won't settle for less. We can talk about how do we provide the interfaces so that those cryptographers can get the information they need so they can get access to the raw noise sources, separated out and named, and with possibly some way that the noise source can authenticate itself to the cryptographer's userspace library, application. Quote ends. There was a bit of discussion about how that interface might look, there may be security implications for some of the events, for example. So noted that the keyboard scan codes i.e. The keys pressed are mixed into the pool as part of the entropy collection. Exposing this to user space, even if it is via a privileged system call, would be unwise. Quote, it does seem possible that other event timings could provide some kind of side-channel information leak as well. So it would seem that a long-time feature of the Linux random number subsystem is on its way out. Given the changes that the random number subsystem have undergone recently, it effectively was only causing denial-of-service problems when it was used. There are now better ways to get the best random numbers that the kernel can provide. If ATRNG is still desired for Linux, that lack will need to be addressed in the future, but likely will not be done within the kernel itself. <laughs>